Good morning and welcome to St. Louis Live with Travis Terrell, Chris Denman, and Michael Gaines on 920 AM and streaming live at weareliveradio.com. You turn around like boy, quit talking to me. Good morning, St. Louis, and welcome to St. Louis Live. The fire open. That, that, that voice sounded quite familiar. That's right. Shout out to Ray Williams. What's up, everybody? St. Louis Live. Chris Denman, Travis Terrell, Michael Gaines in studio. Let's kick it off right today. Big show ahead, everybody. Michael, you excited to be here? I am. You- Happy Wednesday. I don't do that. He likes to start things off by saying that. Travis, how you feeling, buddy? Mmm, mornings. We'll get to your MVTs in just a second. We'll have a listener or for the people, fair or foul, we, interaction. We'll we have give a give it back to the we'll people. Have a, we'll have a prize for that. We'll do some what you doing. The morning melee, our uh, our super original poll that you can check out online. And uh, we'll get into your uh, your fair or foul submissions later on in the show. Today we're gonna be joined by Mike Falk. The St. Louis Post-Dispatch. Not a ton out there uh, confirmation-wise, but we figured eh, Mike's a very smart guy, very talented writer for the Post-Dispatch. Let's get him in and chat about the potential uh, or the economic or government interactions that could happen with a possible MLS team coming to St. Louis. If you all want to text in, 314-880-0808. Be sure to call in. Obviously, you can stream live on weareliveradio.com. And uh, we're here on 920 AM W. GNU. I'm excited. Travis, we also have a quick announcement. Do you have time for an announcement? Let me check this calendar. Hold on. Let's see what we're going to do. Yes, I do have time, oh! Chris. He, he had one of those uh, Chippendale, like firefighter <laughs> Chippendale calendars. He had to pull it up out of his, ba- out of his pocket. <laughs> Didn't have to expose me over there for the radio people to know. Okay. Sorry, this is St. Louis Live, and we're honest <laughs> with our listeners. Uh, big show tomorrow. Live broadcast presented by Hillside Animal Hospital. Where, you ask? Where, Chris? Gateway Pet Guardians. Oh, give give STL Day. It's a big charity day. We love Gateway Pet Guardians. They help out the pups here in in the Metro East, and uh, we're going to be supporting them in their drive to raise funds. We want to try and raise about five hundred dollars for them. How do we do that? You ask Michael Gaines. How do we do that? You ask Michael Gaines. I mean, how do we do that? Well, we have an event June third. Travis, what's it called? It's called Target Practice Live. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. Get and that's at Off-Broadway on June 3rd. Off-Broadway, STL.com is where you buy tickets tomorrow, all day, and all night. If we could sell 100 tickets, we'll be able to donate $500. So that's 33% of ticket sales for our event, Target Practice Live. We want to try and raise that for Gateway Pet Guardians. So buy your ticket tomorrow. It'll be 15 bucks. $5 of that will go to Gateway Pet Guardians, sell 100 tickets. I like that deal. That's a $500 uh, donation, correct? Is that is that math right? I, I'm down. Hands up. I think hang on, so. wait. Let's Hold throw on. to the uh, mathematician booth. Hold All right, hang on. Says two minutes. They'll have an answer. All right. I think. But did they, did they watch the big short? They should have. They absolutely should have. Either way, tomorrow, so live broadcast, we're going to broadcast from Gateway Pet Guardians. It's presented by Hillside Animal Hospital. Great people there, very uh, giving back to the community. Take my dogs there, Travis, to Hillside here on Manchester, nice. just uh, just south of the station. So a quick trip for a live broadcast. We're going to raise some money, help out Gateway Pet Guardians. We're excited to do that. So tomorrow, if you buy tickets to Target Practice Live, 33% of all ticket sales 
from all day tomorrow will go to Gateway Pet Guardians. I'm pumped. Do you like dogs, Travis? I like dogs. Um, they're adorable. I just adopted one myself yep. recently. I got two freeloaders myself. Nice. Well yeah. done. Gaines is a cat person, so we will completely ignore he, him during this part of the show. He actually has a dog. Oh, does he? Kind mm-hmm. of. Oh, all right. I see you, dog guy. <laughs> I see you, puppy person. No, please come out. And uh, not only do you get an opportunity to check out some of the funniest comedians in the city of St. Louis. Tim Convey, Nathan Orton, Bobby Jaycox, just to name a few. You get an opportunity to also help a great place in Gateway Pet Guardians. That is exactly right. So we're excited to be part of that. Again, tomorrow we're going to be part of Give STL Day for Gateway Pet Guardians. And you can help out by buying tickets to Target Practice Live. We're going to do a live broadcast, again, presented by Hillside Animal Hospital. Guys, I, I'm i a format guy. Okay. I'd like to start our show. Maybe we'll uh, highlight some of the most valuable topics. Oh my. MVT starts now. You kind of stepped on that, Travis. I apologize, Carly. I'm so MVT sorry. You did starts it again. Now. Okay, I'm sorry. It's twice. I'll shut up. MVT. Carly, chill MVT out. MVT starts Carly, now. Carly, calm down. Okay. One more time. MVT starts now. There we go. Most valuable topics. We'll hit some topics, and uh, we're going to work these throughout the show. Michael Gaines, your most valuable topic today. Christopher Big Black Boykin has passed away of the famed Robin Big Show. Very sad. He- hero of yours? He is. I mean, he was a big guy. I uh, Where I vacation every summer, I vacation with a smaller gentleman. And his name is Mike, and they called us Mike and Big back in the day. Oh, I like that. So that was that was that was fun. Oh, that's like, tough to that, hear, though. Is that a fat joke? But you know, it was whatever. I got over it. Um, but yeah, he <laughs> passed away at forty-five of a heart attack. It sounds like um, pretty sad. Yeah, that's he was a very entertaining guy. Yeah, he was. He was a a, a security guard, if I yeah. remember right, and worked his way in and did a fantastic job on screen. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit down the line. My most valuable topic. The most valuable, valuable topic, oh. if, as my mother would say. I'm, I'm sure JPD would actually add uh, This fire festival, um, your hero, Ja Rule, would I be without my baby? It was part of, uh, boy, just an absolute mess. And I want to talk about what the fallout's looking like. Ah, so My you- most valuable topic. So you would think, okay, yeah, you have the Mark Garrigus of the world going after Ja Rule and his co-investors. Um, doesn't just stop there. You have the government who's issuing pretty harsh warnings to social influencers now. Oh, my. Oh, my. Saying, hey, <laughs> cute Instagram pic. Love it. Great shading. Got a little issue. You're telling these idiots to do things, and you're not telling them it's sponsored. Or you're not being explicit enough. So we'll jump into that. So specifically, social influencers and how they are either being policed or how they could actually affect things like Fire Festival being a huge, huge, monstrous disaster. Why do you hate Kylie Jenner? Listen, we texted a little in the 90s. Was she alive in the 90s? Was she like five? I want to say she was like four years old. (laughs) I didn't have a cell phone in the 90s. Okay, well played. I'm playing a part. Nice. Nice. Well done. Travis, what's yours? And let's kick it off. Well, the social media warriors... We're in an uproar yesterday because of your St. Louis Cardinals. Oh, they're mine. They're mine now. Yeah, absolutely. The St. Louis Cardinals sent out a tweet that read, You love baseball. She loves jewelry on May 17th. It's a win-win. And that got people of the PC police quite fired up. And the outrage meter 
was on high. The St. Louis Cardinals uh, team, obviously that's very conscientious when it comes to interacting with its fan base, caught some heat. Washington Post caught a hold of this particular tweet, uh, wrote a bit of a small story on it, and the Cardinals were essentially forced to not only delete the tweet but issue a apology in its return. So before we get into this, though, um, I, I saw the tweet and – I was very surprised that the Washington Post picked up on it. Like I, I was, I thought that maybe some of the the dead spins of the world, the barstool sports of the world, perhaps would grab onto this. But I was very shocked to see that one of the very first publications to really get a hold of this story was the Washington Post. But they really dug deep. And, and took some shots at the St. Louis Cardinals. So, again, I'll reread that tweet. The Cardinals yesterday, in their effort to promote uh, the ring ceremony, I think the one of the old World Series, was it 1967? Yep. And uh, in the tweet, again, it's a picture of the 1967 replica ring uh, for the May 17th promotion. And, again, the tweet simply read, You love baseball. She loves jewelry. Mm-hmm. On May 17th, it's a win when there's, uh, a, there's uh, a picture of a, a girl wearing the ring, like looking at it, and a guy sitting next to her not wearing the ring. So essentially, it was a deemed a, a relatively sexist tweet based on how it uh, implies that women only want jewelry and can also enjoy baseball as well. <laughs> that's the that's the leap that was made online. Don't send your emails to me. This is what I'm reading through the story on the Washington Post. Again, major newspaper in this country that essentially jumped on this story. I, my outrage meter is a mild shrug in uh, that I don't, I, I get that I will concede. I will concede that the tweet is sexist. With that being said, we're questioning whether or not there's a large outrage over this. I don't believe so, specifically talking to other women who, who, whoa, did you, Talk to one of the bots that tried to friend you on Facebook. What's what was your polling outreach? <laughs> like a typical heterosexual thirty-three-year-old male, I have a catfish account that I set up on Facebook. I <laughs> pretend to be someone else to interact with real women. Okay, fair. Let's keep That's it real. Good. Cool. Good. Who the hell do you think I am? Good, good. So no, but based on some of the conversations I've had and just the conversations around this particular tweet, I think most folks recognize that it was probably an intern with the St. Louis Cardinals who. Just didn't understand See, the proper context. I never think it's an intern. Like people it, don't do that, or like, not. You an don't intern. trust your intern or sending tweets. Sure, or not an intern. It could be someone that social works media for the, manager. Absolutely, and I'm this, sure th- I would guess this has to go through a marketing department too. Like I don't, I don't know. So finish where you were. No, going no. With. I think that, and, and I think that as far as outrage goes, I can understand maybe at most being disappointed in the tweet. The Cardinals immediately deleted the tweet, and they immediately apologized for it. Well, what did the Cardinals specifically say in the statement, Gainsey? Because, again, I didn't I, – I think the Cardinals recognized, oh, yeah, we had our shoes untied on that one. That's our bad. We made a mistake. We didn't pick up our third base coach. I'll say they had their shoes untied knowing the perils of online. I don't think they meant a damn thing bad by it. No. And, and I, I don't think anyone's truly upset. I don't think, and I'm not even going after intent in this particular case. I think the if social media manager was trying to be cute, funny, in a way to, again, engage the St. Louis Cardinals fan base, <laughs> and in doing what? so, they didn't completely take into context how that 
tweet would be perceived. And a lot of you are thinking, well, hell, that's a lot of steps to go through before actually issuing a tweet. And today's age, when it comes to social media, you have to go to that process. Given the lane. Yeah, I I get that part. My thing is, um, and again, people are allowed to be mad at whatever they want. That's where I'm at, too, where it's like, okay, well, you kind of maybe know this or or whatever. But at the same time, I'm just not – you would have to prove to me that there are women out there who don't like jewelry. Plenty of women like jewelry. Love it. (laughs) So why is it offensive to do that? I can see – you're allowed to – you're allowed to. I'm not a woman. I don't deal with things on a daily basis. I just don't see it as a negative thing. If somebody likes jewelry, cool. That's, I that's think. Fine. I think there was. It could have been a. a but more... I think people just look. I don't. People are just looking for a way to attach themselves to a name and say. Up, 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 up. Sure, and that, and I think a, a part of that has a lot to do with it. What did the Cardinals have to say in response to that, Gaines? Cardinals' statement was, Earlier today, we posted a spot on social media to promote our upcoming 1967 championship ring giveaway. We received some feedback that it may have either offended some people or created confusion as to whether it was for women only, so we promptly removed it. Our ring giveaways have always been popular with both men and women, and we want to be clear that we will be distributing 30,000 30, rings to all fans age 16 or older before our game Wednesday, May 17th. I, I get it. My, I mean, that's my. It was it was dumb marketing because right. it doesn't make any sense, right? Because it, right. guys are way more excited about, about the, the ring than women, right. women are. Women would be. Well, and so the it, it literally didn't make to, any sense. Right. The Cardinals aren't really in a position with this particular promotion. If they want to go a little funnier with their tweets or something, that's fine. But in this particular promotion, I completely agree with that. Gains that. It's not really. Maybe stay in your lane a little more. Made, with, with the promotional, you know what I mean. If, right. you got, if you're going to be so cut and dry, bland with everything, eh, you know, maybe maybe leave that to someone funnier, more talented, or something. I, I see it. So as, you don't have to issue BS apologies that no one cares about. Well, but, I, that I'm, you have to do. Well, I'm happy the Cardinals recognize why people were for those who were quote unquote upset about it, or offended by it, or understood why the tweet was perceived the way that it was. Because I can understand that, again, it made, to the business standpoint, it just made no sense to try to cater to a certain gender of your fan base. It's a replica ring. There's no need to bring in gender in this part of the discussion. Just find a creative way to involve all of your fans, and the Cardinals missed that opportunity. With that being said, it's the, in my mind, the equivalent of making the first out at third it's egregious mistake. I appreciate you and the effort, but it's something you just don't want to do. But it doesn't is anyone rise. Truly, is anyone truly hurt? Did no anyone one, not no, make I don't it think work today no, because and of it? I don't it. think anyone's going to protest. I don't think anybody's going to boycott, boycott this game or St. Louis Cardinals products. Um, we can admit that this is a – the Cardinals come off as sanctimonious or it's fun to joke about the Cardinals being sanctimonious, and you caught them with their fly down, right? Yeah, I think it, And I think it's more of – a growing frustration with female sports fans mm-hmm. in that they're not being taken seriously. Right. We, right. We, sure. Like, well, because maybe, it's not a, maybe be better fans. It, <laughs> could be. Good Lord, man. It's like the, we saw the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Make more St. Louis Cardinals aprons. <laughs> well, speaking of that, Yale Hollander on the text line, people need to lay off the Cardinals considering their original idea was to hold an oven mitt and dust rag night. Mm. Yale Hollander <laughs> checking in. What was that, Gaines? Oh, I was just saying, we saw the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who the VP yeah. of Marketing's former St. Louis Rams VP of Marketing, Brian Killingsworth, um, they did. They wanted to do a wine and jewelry night to teach women football, which is just like, 
very insulting to me. Is it? Yes. Do you not like wine and jewelry? Are there not people that would like those three things? But why would you exclusively have to use those particular items in order to cater to a, the female fan base? Because stati- why can't you just because say, hey, statistics l- say that an X amount of women enjoy well, wine the, nights. You, I don't know. Why do they do an art night at a comedy club? They do it because people come out and do it. I think now that's, maybe I think that's you different. should change your. T- I don't. Maybe you should change your tone because they're coming at it from a mathematical standpoint. I'm not saying it doesn't look stupid. I'm not saying you don't look like an idiot. I'm not saying uh, it, whenever the Rams would do one on one football one on one with uh, come ladies come yeah, out. Sure. I, there, maybe there is a more nuanced approach to it, but at the same time, personally, I don't see. I don't know what's wrong with wine, jewelry, and football. Well, if I think, that's what if that's what you're into. Well, personally, it's going to be personally because you're a man, so you don't see the offense to it. But I think true. But women, what about women? Are the, answer me this: What about women that are into wine, jewelry, and football? Sure, but there are women when it comes to the sport of football who just want to learn about football. Well, then you skip, don't have skip to skip the event. Well, you don't have to. Well, you can if you are a fan, say of the former St. Louis Rams. I you can I don't bring, think those exist. Nah, they're certainly not anymore. But I can go to your camp where you want to teach women more about football, but you don't need to roll out the pink footballs and get the you know Sarah uh, Michelle Geller there as someone to promote. Like you don't have to. You don't have to. But what about uh, like male marketing that I would take offense to with a bunch of tribal you take, stuff and you take horrible, and, hor- and horrible and horrible <laughs> new metal music playing that ain't me i don't just, have a go there's a way to cater to the, the women in your fan base without having doing things like a frizzy so, football but, but what and if they did pink hats and things like that you can be like ladies would you like to learn more about the sport of football See, I still, I, why, why don't say you, ladies yeah why don't you that no i'm serious about I'm, that i that why I'm, why don't you do football 101 for everybody or you can do that like, too. I, that that does, like, because there are so many people who don't be, understand football sure so like why are you making like travis it? has no idea how to line up against a former correct local high school Wait star damn minute. and it would make sense to do going. football 101 for people who like i would because marketing people who are in sales would really want to learn right. about that to talk like it, it would make sense to do that class. Wait, totally are, get wait, it. So there are, are men saying, who don't know football? <laughs> yes. <laughs> trust me. <laughs> what? I talk to one every fall. Oh, my God. That was Gross. You, you, Travis. Oh, that was me. Oh. <laughs> I was like, Brandon Lang? I was like, that's rude. <laughs> Where are you going with that? No, I guess I just don't, like, I see it as uh, end caps in a grocery store that you market things a certain way for a reason. The Proctors and Gambles of the world have the stats that say that. No, I'm saying, is that the, does it make me feel good about it? If somebody's like, you're a dude, you like pizza and farting? No, I don't need that. But I bet a lot of people stop and look at that. That's how it goes. That's the way I look at it. So maybe I take, maybe I'm so privileged. I don't have to take a social look need- at it. I just see it as, okay, this is what their research tells them to do. This is what they're going to do. But maybe... It is good to challenge them to say, hey, uh, I'm a dude. I like a little wine and some football. And to be honest, I'm an investment banker. I don't really know that much. Maybe I'll meet a woman there. I don't know. Maybe they need to diversify how they're if going If that's how you're people. going about it, meeting women, you're not getting women. Uh, says you? Uh, damn it. You have, you have some experience? To, I don't to think you have to come up with, like, bedazzled jerseys to attract women to but your But what if they sell product? a million of those? <laughs> but 
and what's wrong with a woman oh, wanting to wear and that? And then look, it, but in I Texas, think, you can I, sell giant hair bows. But that because should be your first style. thought. That should be your first thought. Okay, we're doing something for women, and let's immediately bedazzle the so football I'll, to attract them. I'll meet that you should on be this. your first thought, as a, especially if you're a male promoter or a male marketer. That should be your first thing that let's get something that's pink, pink and soft and sweet in order to cater to but women. What that, if that's people very, like that? That's under, but that really undermines what women are about when you just simply go to the one-dimensional thing that you think of when you think of women, pink and bedazzled. But what it, But what about the pop part of the popula- population that has no problem? It's like, yeah, pink's my favorite color. That's how it works. Sure, there is a percentage of the population that enjoys pink. But why is that the first instinct of yours when you're trying so could to we cater agree that they just need to, to women? That they just need to add to the repertoire. If you want to, if you want to market to the bedazzled crowd, do that. But also, stop being lazy and leaning on archaic but stereotypes what if when it's it comes not to women. Lazy. It that is lazy. Self. No, this tweet I guarantee was you. This was a lazy I guarantee tweet. you, you could pull up. Jersey sales, or, and maybe, and maybe I'm wrong, and maybe that's where you would say, "Well, they're not selling it, and this is stupid." Then I would say, "Well, then yes, that's absolutely it." But if you're selling X amount of pink bedazzled jerseys, then let women wear pink bedazzled jerseys. That's I'd say their, you that's see their more choice. women in regular jerseys than you do in pink jerseys. Uh, that's a complete He's, assumption, and, and there's fine. I, I mean, it's also based on experience of seeing a bunch of women in jerseys. Right, and not only that, but I'm saying it's okay if you want to make the pink jersey, but to exclusively market to that aspect for women, I think was where people get a bit offended. And again, so this they was should a- push up more options, correct? As in, yes, yes, it makes it. But can we agree? There's gonna be dumb people buying dumb things. Sure, that's that's so no they can problem. do that. Well, so, yeah, they make camo jerseys too. Yeah, and I saw you in one on the way in this morning. <laughs> not a chance. I'm not thinking this tweet could have said. Uh, I mean, anything but you love baseball, she loves your I'm life. Not, Again, I'm not, I'm not sending, sending that out, but I can't right. tell you if I saw that and they were like, hey, do you think this? I'm like, yeah, some dummy might probably like that. Sure. It's, yeah. But but will you guys also give me this? People just really want to just get a dig in on anybody they can, especially, oh, especially the a major league baseball sure. team with the the the. The cardinal way. Right. That's why. This is what it's rooted in. Because that's why I hate stupidity. How do you, how, how does this pass the test? I don't get how that tweet passes the test. How do you not? And, that, you, and now that's get, that because I hate stupidity more than I'm. Am I outraged? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And I think it, again, that's why I pointed to it being lazy. It was. It felt like maybe no one took it serious enough to understand how you were going about at promoting this. Again, I think the Cardinals may have wanted to reach their female fan base in this particular tweet. That just Plot was. Twist. I didn't think this was the best way to go about it. Plot twist. Um, how many people are now talking, typing about the cards ring post? Sounds like the post worked to me. Stay woke. It's from Carlos Danger. <laughs> Cardinals getting that big baller brand on. Tony mm. the Plow Dow checking in. Advertising works best on dumb people anyway. This is also Agreed. True. This is also very true. Absolutely. I think, but in this particular case, I don't think this, at least this tweet, was seen as advertisement. I think that, you know, I, in this particular tweet felt like more of a, a message they wanted to send to like it, it just it, I don't know it was just it just felt lazy it didn't feel like any other I mean if people don't make a thing of this it's just another like you we all move past it pretty quickly. sure and I think people will I think by twelve o'clock this yeah. afternoon it'll be obviously a non story well, I also think it's probably a product of the Cardinals' terrible social media strategy I mean they're sure. one of the worst at the league in it so they literally don't know how to do it so. so so maybe this is an eye-opener, if anything, I'm telling for you, them to realize that. Speaking of uh, our open, there's a guy named Rafe Williams. <laughs> Have him write some material for you.
or even for I mean, there's a lot of local comics and lo- local writers. Our texters are bringing more heat on a daily basis, which is very talent. I mean, again, really bringing heat. Guys. No, they really are. But it's one of those things where gains that probably is the best point of all this because you do fix creativity, thoughtfulness, and effectiveness by fixing that major yeah, issue you're talking well, yeah. about. So you're, so you're upset at the stupidity. Yeah, I'm upset dumb. at the effort, and you're upset at the faux rage. Okay. Okay. No, that makes sense, and I think we're all Who corrected. lives their life? These people that act mad, and I don't think they are, actually. I don't mad. think people are I mad. I think they like retweeting and putting a no, no, no uh, emoji, and then they get a couple retweets, and they kind of touch themselves And that's essentially that. what I think came of this, if anything else. I think the Washington Post saw an opportunity. And then hey, Washington Post take a like, page out of Deadspin. I bet Deadspin's Cardinal stories get more hits than, absolutely. than 90% be, you, of Washington Post stories. And they know because there will be a reaction to it. They know yeah. St. Louis's and fans of St. Louis Live covering it. Guys, we did our job. Absolutely. So well done. I mean, like I said, I don't think – and I don't think it's, it reached outrage. I think sometimes when they put in the headlines, like, sparks major backlash. Like, ah, uh, <laughs> so no. uh, It's like yeah. four people on Twitter who said, like, so it didn't reach well, and even, major backlash. It was people who were like, ah, that's weak, guys. Even and though, that was it. Even the uh, posts, like, ripping it were saying this is low on the outrage meter right. of – uh, sports 101 classes that we've seen over the nation, but right. it, you know it's still. And I think that was that's the it was they didn't isolate this as a single event. They just the talked about a bigger of, story right. of how well this teams how market changes, to yeah. women. I yeah. think that was like a lot of what I saw when I was reading pieces yesterday was people were like, you know, this isn't a huge deal, right? But we want to talk about this because this is how we see sports teams marketing to right. women, and this is a response we've seen from. Sports fans who are oh, women. And, and don't like get that. me wrong. If I walked in places and they were, do you need something? Everywhere I went. And right. it, essentially, this is a version of that. I Yeah, I would make fun of and rail against right. it. But, you know, I've uh, I've accumulated mass wealth. And oh, mm-hmm. wow. having the gender that I uh, was given and privileged to have, I don't really have any problems. Chris, would you wear a pink Cardinals jersey? Only real men wear pink, so oh, yes. Oh, look at you yeah. tapping inside that. Yeah, Only if that. 0.5% went to breast cancer. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> That's a whole nother topic My for gosh. another time. Uh, but staying on the Cardinals bandwagon, it looks like everyone's going to be jumping on pretty old, soon. Old transition Trav is what they call him. <laughs> That's why they pay me the big bucks. Chris, last night your St. Louis Cardinals rallied back from down 5-1 to defeat the Florida? Are they? The, they're not the Florida Marlins anymore. They're not the Florida Marlins. They're they the Florida are Marlins. the Miami Art Decos. Did the yes. did the state of Florida just ultimately decide that they were no longer associated with the Marlins? That's why they're you, the Miami Marlins. Well, Miami's about to be Cuba's top hat before too long. <laughs> so, if you <laughs> through the through the mouths of babes, right? Kind of a real thing. Okay, so through the eyes of of a babe, you should have seen. Uh, Milady, whenever I pointed out the uh, sculpture in center field. Oh, yeah. And I just hear Billy Corbin in my head screaming about Miami's idiocy and how they uh, just overspent on that. But uh, that's for another time. So Wainwright pitched a gem. Uh, I wouldn't go as far as to say it was a gem, but it, it turned was, into his old self. It was, um, it, I wouldn't go that far either. It was dropping that Uncle Charlie from 12 to 6. It was slightly better than awful. <laughs> 
Looks like Matheny a, probably should take him out look, after five. Oh, <laughs> now I did not begrudge Matheny for taking Adam Wainwright in that situation. He was around what ninety six, ninety seven pitches at that point. Uh, you wanted to get the matchup that you wanted by going lefty lefty. No, I was and, saying he should have taken him out after five. After five, you should have said he shouldn't even have the opportunity to, to even start to start the sixth inning. And he didn't get hit. I mean, it was two ground balls up the middle and then an intentional walk. But you know, I think we're at the point in Wainwright's career where maybe he shouldn't be facing the order three times in a row unless it's a extended lead or he's cruising. I would I would understand that if it was anyone else but Mike Matheny and Adam Wainwright. I think in the but that's sense, the point, isn't it? Like that's kind of that's the, a, a fault. But has Adam Wainwright not earned the right to at to least degree. get himself? He right? still gets to go out there. He still gets and to you're paying. You're, you're, look, you're paying Adam Wainwright a decent amount of money for him to be Adam Wainwright. And I'm not saying he's going to be Adam Wainwright of old. And I'm not saying giving him another inning allows him to be the Wainwright of old. But he so deserves. Be but manager. he deserves the opportunity to go out there. He's a competitor. Gaines, he's the Gaines fa- wants an iPhone hooked up. To <laughs> in the bull in the in the bullpen and in the clubhouse, and uh, you'll call it manager iPhone. Yeah. I, I, uh, <laughs> what, I, what, what was Dwight's character when he was a computer in the office? Computron. Computron. Yeah, that's who I want to manage. <laughs> Not the that Cardinals. I, I have no problem with that situation in that moment, and I get why he ran Wayne right back out there. You're trying to get this guy right. You want to get this guy some more confidence, and it's tough. And you're going to need Adam Wainwright, whether you like it or not, later on in the season to be able to compete to keep up with, of course, the teams like the Cubs and other teams within the National League in order to secure playoff positioning. I have no problem with that, and I understood why Matheny did it. I, I again find it fascinating that we're so quick to judge Matheny when he's wrong. So I'm assuming now most of the folks in no, the Cardinals Nation. No, I thought he did a great job when Wainwright came to the plate with a runner on first last night, and he didn't have him bunt like he normally would. <laughs> Wainwright swung away. I thought it was great. You guys got to give up on that. Let them No, I, I just gave him credit for a decision he made. <laughs> the Cardinals were able to rally to win and come back to win 6-5. to five. The Redbirds now have won eight consecutive games on the road, uh, and they are... Uh, on a roll, boys and girls. It looks like everyone's going to try not to break their ankles jumping back on the Cardinals bandwagon. But it's good to see the Redbirds. This is, in my mind, their best win of the season easily to see this team rally, stay in the game, especially late in the ball game. I don't know what kind of fallout this game will have on the Cardinals going forward for the rest of the season. But it sure as hell feels good. They reeled in a win, Travis. Oh, my God. I hate your face. I, I hate your face. You get it? I Shut up. I hate both of you. You should all be ashamed of yourself. You, you disgusting, terrible people. And that's sexist. Why would you immediately imply that I would know fishing? <laughs> Card, but no, it was, do you not, do you think this is what? Strong it, contingent of African-American <laughs> fishermen, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Did not. Oh, yeah. No, that was, pl- when I moved why, to Kansas. Why didn't you know that? I moved to Kansas because I don't fish with many people ever. You, are you not part uh, of the uh, Black Men Fish Network? Black Black Fish Alliance there Men you. Network. Exactly. When I lived in Kansas City, I was I literally like almost wrecked my car driving by uh, Swope Park. There's a big lake. I'm not kidding you. That was, uh, yeah, an interesting find. No, oh, it's fishing. It's, it's very relaxing. Black men love it. Fishing. Fishing. Gone fishing. fishing. Oh, relax. Fishing. I think it is the dumbest thing in the world. Again, one more thing that correlates. We're not. We're all the same. We're all the same. We really go are. to rural anywhere America, just fishing, and then you're telling me you can go to urban areas and people are talking about fishing too. 
Everything, everybody's the same. Yeah, but it's dumb. Can we just admit that fishing's dumb? Travis. Fishing no, is not dumb. No, fishing is not dumb. Fishing, that's, it is a good dumb. time. When it's the world comes to an end and you, know, games. We need to you look at things like you actually have to do something. It's another reason to drink. No, I... I you, you crush 10 I push, think fishing, push lights. I, I think fishing's dumb because you don't do anything. That's yeah, the, but you reel in a big old sucker. Mm-hmm. Got you mm-hmm. some good eats. <laughs> you just some good eating <laughs> later on. Catch and release. Like. Mm-hmm. And it comes with its own tartar sauce. You didn't know that, did you? No, it does. You have to actually fish for your own target sauce does. at the bottom of the lake. I'm almost certain. The Cardinals now moved to 18 and 14, uh, four games over 500, half game ahead of the Reds for first place, a game and a half ahead of the defending National League Central champion Chicago Cubs. Cardinals 7 and 3 in their last 10. Oh, my, the Redbirds are flying high, boys and girls. And it's good to see nice. because – Everyone's obviously still mildly depressed after the Blues were eliminated uh, from the playoffs this past Sunday. So it's great to see the Cardinals finally getting it together and beating teams they're supposed to beat. That's the thing that I'm more excited about. The Cardinals are beating the teams you're supposed to beat, and that's the only way that you can truly contend late in the season when you're beating teams that you are better than. And so I'm happy to see the Cardinals do that. That last night was their best win of the year. We're seeing guys finally start to produce. That hadn't early. It's almost in the like it's a long season with a build up. <laughs> almost like that. <sighs> I, I, and, and look, I mean, Matheny has said it. We have said it on this show. I'm sure everyone else has said it. We knew that this is a long season. There's still a lot of baseball, even despite the Cardinals' uh, current road winning streak. There's still a ton of baseball still ahead. But you got the Cubs coming up. Uh, they're coming to town. They're coming to town, right? Am I got that right? They're playing them. They're I don't know if they're coming to talk. Okay, yeah. maybe I got that. My schedule. Beginning of around. June, Cardinals are in Chicago. I know that. Okay. They will be here Friday through Sunday okay. of this weekend. So with them coming to town, that is, it's important to try to give yourself some breathing room. Last night, my MVP, Tommy Pham, had another double. Molina had a double. What do you think, guys? Who, well, who, the do, you, big, who do you like the big so far? winner of the game last night was Sierra. Uh, with hey, his speed. again, you poo-pooed him. No, he did. on this show. I said you did. He was he was a spirited. He was, the, he was a cheerleading uh, prospect. Yes, along the lines of the excitement of Mr. Tavares. Yeah, which is and you crazy. and you said a little bit actually. I hate the guy. You did say he's that worthless. Day. You also did Harrison say that. Harrison Bader is, is my my outfielder. You did throw Bader out there. I thought that was pretty interesting too. Yeah. So how do you explain yourself this morning? You sat up here yesterday, chastising Mo and Matheny for bringing up Sierra. Are you willing to apologize? To us in Cardinals Nation. I'm just tired of being misquoted. No, sure. Bring up the video. Do you have it paid? Nope, he doesn't have it. So clearly you're lying. We don't have any video here. There's well, some Facebook that. Live videos. Hey, text line 314-880-0808. We've got uh, Seth Amphetamine texting in. There's a dating <laughs> excuse, site. Excuse, wait, wait, what? There's a dating site called blackpeoplewhofish.com. Richard Pritchard, Travis makes me go 6 to 12. No, wait a minute. Uh, referring to earlier, Jay Burrow says Chris hates women. We get it. Move on. Very true. Uh, no, it's mm-hmm. not. At South You've City Tone, Adam Wainwright is scrappy, grizzled, and a hard worker. He's the first player in the gym and the last to leave. That's the type of gym rat I want on the mound. His 86-mile-per-hour fastball is supported by faith and hard work. If his name was Tyrone Wainwright, Travis wouldn't be questioning him. Hashtag our town. Probably, you able, probably be able to go six innings if he was Tyrone Ray, right? Right. That's a good right, point. Drive. That's right, because we go longer. 
Is that a thing? Uh, Speed never slumps, said Dexafiler. I used to play John Madden all the time, and they'd say, Speed kills first down. I love Dexafiler's quotes. He always relates to the millennials. I really appreciate his quotes. He was referring to, of course, uh, Sierra and his speed uh, that went on to, of course, score the game-winning run last night down in Miami. I, it, it, they're not clicking yet, but it's great to see the Cardinals not completely healthy, not totally clicking, be four games over five hundred and in first place here in or nearing mid-May. So I, I feel good about that because I, I don't think the Cardinals have reached their potential I believe they are what they are. We have the players. The players we're going to have, I believe, going forward to ultimately determine whether or not this team makes the playoffs. I don't think they've peaked, but I'm happy to see this team well, pull out a, these type of wins. With a solid manager like Matheny, who can take them to the promised land and affect the game drastically on go, a day-to-day Chris. basis. There you go, Chris. I, for one, there you go, Chris. look forward to a fruitful season. I, I don't think. And I think everyone in the room would agree with me. Coach Computron ain't winning that game yesterday. iPhone app 2.735 with an update every Tuesday mm-hmm. ain't winning that game. Nope. Dr. Schwartz isn't winning that game. Why is he Schwartz? Because I, I psychiatrist. Yeah, retract I that tweet, mister. That's right. I'm sure that's yeah. Dr. Schwartz. How that's dare right. you say we're all educated <laughs> in doctors? I'm sure Dr. Goldberg would have done a great okay. job with that. Right. No. I can't say it that would, either. It would He's be, a doctor. It would be a financial advisor. Probably. Oh, I see. That, Correct. But so now, gangs, defend your position now. You're willing to finally admit that Mike Matheny is creating a better outcome for the St. Louis Cardinals Through now faith. that they're winning. Through faith. That's a good no. At that. Not going to do that either? No. Okay. Barnhart Brawler. Sup, Sister J-Bro. I see you. <laughs> Question mark. Stop talking through the text line. <laughs> Actually, I encourage it. 314 no. <laughs> Hey, Trav. It's a good time to uh, stop by Fairway Automotive. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> you know why? Why, Chris? Have yourself a free cup of coffee. It's time for your coffee break. Fairway Automotive. Crestwood, Missouri. Unique Automotive service experience, Lindsay and Jason Gallagher bring you Fairway Automotive. Go check them out. And again, maybe you need your oil changed. Maybe you need uh, an alignment. Maybe you need work on a foreign or domestic car. (laughs) Or maybe you just need a hot cup of joe. That's where I was hoping you were going, Chris. Right. Again, premium coffee Mm. (laughs) available at no cost at Fairway Automotive. Pop in, say, hey, the St. Louis Live idiots sent us in here. I look forward to... Potentially doing business with you in three to six months. Today, I'm having this cup of coffee and maybe a Snickers. And that's all you have to do. Look, they do great work on cars. That's a given. Everyone knows they're going to take care of your car as and do it with great upkeep. customer service. No problem. Yes, and necessary proper upkeep. Make sure you do that. Quite important from what I'm learning right now in my life. But more importantly, if you are thirsty and you're like, man, I ain't got 78 cents. I need the filtered water I, and maybe a hot beverage. And I'm like, man, is there a way... I can, like, smell oil from a vehicle and also see a good-looking uh, car shop owner. Right. Then, With a great clips haircut. It, that's, and it's just as nice. It's just so pretty. And the finest, man, they got the finest selection of Keurig coffee <laughs> I've ever seen. Uh, and I've been to several lobbies. You have. You're a lobby guy. I'm a lobby person. Yeah. And when Travis I, Lobby Terrell. Look, when I go bail my friends out of the courthouse in Clayton, I ask the guards, hey, tell me where the coffee is. And it's okay. 
right, when you go build right, your friends right. But the coffee. Kind of like a freeze-dried thing. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, ah, that Folgers is not bad. But at Fairway Automotive, damn, an assortment, an array of Keurig coffee. Go check it out. It's very delicious. And it's free. Just hang out in the lobby. They just talk to them. A little small talk. Talk about the weather. Talk about Cardinals baseball. Talk about We Are Live. Talk about St. Louis Live. In fact, we know what you should do. Take a group of friends up there. So have, a, have a coffee break. Have a coffee break and listen to the uncensored podcast of We Are, we are Live. Live. Yeah, bring your Bluetooth speakers. Yes. yes. Oh, oh. Enjoy. The, yes. Let the families and uh, an elderly maybe stopping in. <laughs> Uh, listen to the Uncensored Podcast. Absolutely, yeah. And you can use their free internet uh, do, at Fairway Automotive. Do you have a blanket in your car? If you have a blanket in your car, take it into the lobby, sit on the floor. Enjoy that cup of coffee like they do in a commercial. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Really kind of take it in. The you know? best part of waking up is it's Fairway, free, Automotive. Fairway Automotive. Coffee, coffee, in, your coffee in your cups. Ooh. Ooh. That's the Fairway Automotive. It, it rolls off the tongue. So go check out Fairway Automotive. That went a little long. We need to invoice Jason for... Uh, <laughs> A longer ad. $3,000. I did some free fairway spots for you on Larry's live videos yesterday. <laughs> Send kids. Tony the Plow Dow. I guess Larry Nickel has a, a Facebook live feed going. And Tony the Plow Dow is doing spots for us. <laughs> is it? Wait, wait, what? I, I don't know, man. Get the lawyers. Hey, again, I want to remind everybody as, uh, as you're all headed into work, tomorrow we're going to be live from Gateway Pet Guardian <laughs> raising money for... For such a great cause. It's Give STL Day. We're excited to be part of it. And we're very excited to do it on behalf of Hillside Animal Hospital. They're presenting us tomorrow. And we're offering this. Buy your Target Practice Live tickets tomorrow, Travis. Oh, yeah. It's Thursday. This Thursday? Yes. This upcoming Thursday? Yes. Like in 24 hours? <laughs> That's exactly right. Thursday, I'm down with that OPP. May 11th, you buy your me? tickets online. 33% of all sales goes to Gateway Pet Guardians. We're going to go ahead and try and shoot for 100 tickets sold. That'll be a $500 donation to such a great cause. And uh, we're going to raise some awareness with that live broadcast. If you feel like it, maybe we'll arrange for some Fairway Automotive coffee to be there. And, uh, and maybe we'll grab a box of donuts. You guys want to stop by, say hello, meet some of the pups. Do is the uh, hound mix that's Aww. in our uh, that's in our flyer, and uh, and I'm excited to uh, to meet him. If you want to stop by, meet Do and the rest of the gang. Come on by Gateway Pet Guardians. We're going to broadcast live, presented by Hillside Animal Hospital. KFB Tony Dow is the best of us. I wouldn't go that far, Chris. Let's go ahead and blend that really quickly. But before we do, I, I want to ask you this question. But before we do, uh, as I said, the Cardinals aren't completely clicking on all cylinders. As I mentioned, Brett Cecil uh, continues to struggle, gave up. Uh, hey, I just got to text night. somebody uh, important to me was driving by. Did they wave? <laughs> no. You I guys got a text throw- that said, hello, I'm driving by. Oh, okay. I'm about to say you guys can just. Throw- girlfriend. Oh, I see. I was yeah. like, she could have brought some breakfast. That would have yeah, been no nice of her. A little, little bacon. Uh, thanks, thanks for nothing. Fairway Automotive Coffee or something. Mm-hmm. Brett Cecil, though, is strong, allowing uh, left-handed batters to hit an astonishing 435 against them this year. That's good. That's 10 for 23. Um, I think the Cardinals went out to get them to stop left-handers, so Brett's kind of struggling in that department. He may want to pick it up. That feels like a bit of a hoodwinking situation. Uh, 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 relievers uh, are so fickle. I'm about, you know what? I'm at the point. Look, stop his checks. Just stop his check, Chris. <laughs> just put him in the basement can, like we, the dude in office space. Hey, Milton. <laughs> we, we got you to get left-handers out. Uh-huh. They're betting 435. They're not like just doing right. better than average for left-handers. They're crushing you. Right. <laughs> He's giving up 
Randy Choate's playing golf right now. We can give him a bag of balls. So, to, Send him in here. Now, see, now you get more credence to gains when you mention game like Randy Choate because, man, did Mathiti love him some Choate. How about Barnhart Brawler? Yo, brother Tony Doe, would you like to play Hide the Pickle this afternoon? Get, get out of the text box. Get your ass out now, Barnhart. Get your ass out of it right now. Makes me sick. Hey, of uh, the 16 runners he's inherited, Chris, 10 have scored. I am no Sabermatronics man. But you probably shouldn't bring him in with inherited runners on? I, 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 I Sure. But that doesn't seem good. 10 runs have scored of the 16 he, have, he has inherited. So, Brett Cecil, you're on notice. So, if we're doing a thing tomorrow with Gateway Pet Guardians, uh, based on the lineup we have for Target Practice Live, I'm going to put you on the spot. It's called improv. We took three courses. <laughs> I took the same course twice. See? So, we're clearly experienced to handle this particular segment. If you had to assign a dog to the comedians that will be at Target Practice Live, Chris... <laughs> Who would be what? All right, give me the names. All right, so you got Tim Convey. Okay, Tim Convey's uh he's a golden retriever. Kinda, oh, kinda, <laughs> so adorable. You know, you know, he can uh he can hang out with a common man, but a lot of times rich white people are going to have him around, right? <laughs> uh and he, he's smart. Good point. Yeah, good he, point. he's good. His his comedy's got a nice bite to it, but he's not going to He's not going to come after you real hard, uh, but I, I imagine he will if it's Target Practice Life. Who's next? You got Spencer Techmeyer. Oh, man. He's like a greyhound. Ooh. He's really tall and surprisingly probably kind of mean if uh, if there's a rabbit in front of him, he's going to get it. His, his one-liners are very uh, vicious. <laughs> Bobby Jaycox. Oh, Bobby. He's, um, you know. And he's a volunteer you know that, firefighter, so you yeah, have to. Yeah, uh, right, right, right. So he's scrappy, he's right? Dalmatian. No, no, no. No. Dalmatian. No, Dalmatian's terrible dog. I'll handle this. Okay. That, my right. segment. No, no, I'm trying to help my segment. Okay. Uh, Bobby Jaycox. You know the. Um, you know the terrier mix that's in every movie? Yeah. That somehow can kind of just make it through. Mm-hmm. He's real loyal, uh-huh. very talented. Yeah, that's Bobby Jaycock. Nice. Yeah, but, just the right amount of pep. What about Ryan Dalton? Uh, Basset Hound. <laughs> that was very quick. Oh, this is going to be a good one. Uh, the, the, now I'm going to save these last two for like Nathan Orton. Oh, boy. Oh, Nathan Orton's that, uh, he's that pit bull that uh, you're, you're like, aren't pit bulls supposed to be people dogs? He's kind of wandering around <laughs> in an alley. You're like, he's real skinny, but I think he could still kill me. <laughs> it's one of those. And uh, but if man, if he gets a hold of you, it's gonna be it's gonna be trouble. So yeah, he's the pit bull. I usually associate pit bull with good stuff. Pit, he's the wiry pit bull that you want to kind of eh, keep your eye on. Like who dog is that? Yeah, and don't get your dog. Don't don't let his uh, big pit bull brother get you either. All right. So then you got Brandon Judd. Brandon Judd. Um, that's an, so that's an easy one. That's an easy one. That's an easy one. A uh, a schnauzer. Oh, that's right. No, that's a little yappy for him. He's a little more laid back. Okay. Like, I'm trying to think of a buddy dog that's not gonna. That's, uh, what was the dog in Turner and Hooch? What was that? Uh, that's like a Neapolitan Mastiff. Okay, because that's, that's what like I have. That. For that's not. That's not. not I don't think, and I don't think it's a Neapolitan Mastiff either. Okay, so then I, you, uh, Brandon Judd, he's a uh, son of a gun. Really, really doing this. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, say, a bird dog. Oh, nice. Not That's bad. right. All right, so then now it's going to get tricky. Now it's going to get interesting. Cameron Keys. Cam- uh, Pitbull's already used. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm going Doberman. 
I'm going Doberman. Cameron. Yeah, Cameron's a Doberman. Oh yeah. Oh, so he's your favorite. I, just because I own is Doberans. A, is, that a, is there a reason Cameron Keys uh, is your favorite? I mean, he comes to the meetings, pays his dues on time. What do you want me to do? And then finally, the amazing Sarah Pearl. Oh, that's funny. Very sexist of you to mention the black man and female last. Oh, my. It's the way society wants it. Yeah, you weren't thinking about it. Uh, Sarah Pearl, a pink poodle with a... Oh, here he goes. Oh, oh is that nice? Here it goes. But she likes jewelry. Oh, here it goes. <laughs> here it is. Um, Sarah Pearl, I'm going to go... Um, man, she was really good. She got second place uh-huh. uh, to Nathan Orton last time around. I'm going to go... Uh, man, what kind of dog is Sarah Trick Pearl? Trick question. She can't be a dog. She's a parrot. Boom. Wow. Burned you there, pal. Oh, that was coming to it. Okay. <laughs> oh, Doug de Bordeaux, says Tony the Plowdow. Don't. Don't encourage. Stop. Oh, wow. We have uh, breaking news on the text line. I'm sure. 314-880-0808. Trav, you missed me. I missed your silky behind. Want to hang out, catch up, and maybe... No. Plow? No, don't. There's no need to finish that. Soulard twink. There's no need to finish that sentence. What's the word? Don't, don't do that, please. The Sealard T-Boy. Uh, and then also, Tony the Plow Dow, hi, brawler, kiss, kiss, emoji. Get out of my text box! Chris, please don't leave out the emojis. Oh, stop. Grow up. I got my face. I'm so sick of you, all of you. You make me sick. You going to make it, Trav? Uh, this is, look, we have adjusted very well to mornings. It is, it is. At- Gaines, how are, how are you coming along with the morning? Do you, have a, do you have a routine down yet? Oh, yeah, definitely. You've been running to work. Yes, I do. I sprint, actually. <laughs> Just a mile-long sprint. I want, I'm going to tie I wonder how far it actually is. It's probably less than About a mile. About a mile. It's probably less than a mile. You think so? Yeah. I, uh, I had uh, grand ideas of potentially walking every morning. It's two miles from my house. How are you? How's... It's really two miles from my house. You've, you've considered mm-hmm. walking from your house. I was like, yeah, here. it might be a good thing to get into, but then you got to be, you know, walking with a computer at uh, yeah, five a.m. or so. So your normal excuses that you come up with when it comes to exercise two and a half hours to get here. Look, stop the excuses. Be I a would, man. I give up and call emergency services halfway through. <laughs> I don't know if uh, the civic infrastructure of St. Louis is ready for that. If they told you there was broccoli bacon at the end of your right. walk, would you walk? Bacon. Would you do it? Yeah, that's uh, of course. It, okay, I was gonna say. I was gonna say if Ye said well, as a floral hint. If you knew that, hey, you can go on the Adam Carolla show at the end of this walk if you can walk the full two miles. I would say oh, I've already done it. Oh, <laughs> too good for the Corolla. Too good for the what? No, what too would good, entice you guys to walk the, the two miles? Um, Health, McDouble, longer life. <laughs> Somebody just told you, hey, at the end of this road is a picnic basket of McDoubles. That would do it for you. I would if do it, just about anything. If it became a known thing, especially if Travis uh, was living in civilization near the uh, <laughs> near the station, if it became a known thing, I would be a little bit worried for Travis. What would happen if you had a, a two mile walk every day that listeners were aware of? Your path would be charted, and there would be a lot of Facebook Live videos. Uh, There'd be a lot of signs being made. You'd have, you'd have grown men waking up to cheer you on. And that would trouble me and probably trouble my friends and my family more than anything else. And I've done enough in my life to trouble them, so I don't want that. I don't want that at all. I, don't, I really don't want that for myself. But you know what I want? For the people. I want this for the people. My bane is I'm getting worse 
by the day. I don't understand. Generally speaking, when you, the more you do it, the better you should be at it. But I am struggling with my. <clears throat> Let me go. It's time for fair file for the people. I see, I don't even know who that was. Listener submissions. Was that Andy Griffin? Who the hell was that? I'm not sure. That was awful. Uh, today, <laughs> yesterday we gave uh, gave out Cardinals tickets. A brawler won that. Today, ten dollar gift certificate to Southtown Pub. Nice. Oh, ten one dollar coupons. Nice. Distributed like over it. ten months. Then <laughs> you'll receive it in the mail next week. You're welcome. Okay. $10 gift certificate to Southtown Pub. Go in and have a cold one on it. What's the jingle for Southtown Pub? Southtown Pub. Yum, yum. Boom. Okay. Deep, deep. Mm. Bop, bop. Mm. Mm. Good. Wings. Meat. I love meat. Meat, meat, meat. <laughs> That's the longest we jingle flip, we ever. Off. I love meat, meat, meat. <laughs> that is the longest What's the topic jingle. for today? If you're going to mail email in at stlouisliveradio at gmail.com. Saint is spelled out. St. Louis Live Radio at gmail.com. Travis, the topic for today's Fair Foul. Fair Foul, binge watching. When you're watching with a significant other, is it Fair Foul to move ahead in the binge watching process past your significant other? Or do you this need to wait? This fair is Foul. Really this, this is a, fair this foul. a controversial this issue. This is the issue, in our, especially in our young community. A lot of, the millennials have a lot on their plate these days. So this issue is one of them. Moving ahead in a season without your significant other when you, too, begin a show and binge watch. This is really good. Did you see scientists came out and said Netflix may be to blame for people having less sex? And I can understand that. You're welcome. More Birth control. More chilling. Less drilling. More, drilling. more there Netflix. You go. Yeah. The, the people are really – yeah, not a, yeah, not a little – that's – that's weird to me. I don't know. Have you ever seen some of those Netflix original series? That's so good. Like, hey, get away. Right. Like, shut yeah. up. So I'm curious. I know there are a lot of really fun shows right now on Netflix. A lot of people are just on streaming online right now. A lot of people watch seasons together with their significant other. But, you know, sometimes the significant other's got work or other things going on. And you're like, man, I got I to gotta catch up on episode six. The next season's coming up this fall. I always get in trouble for this. So, fair foul. Moving on in the season on a show that you're binge watching with your partner. That's right. Send your emails, St. Louis Live Radio at gmail.com. $10 gift certificate to Southtown Pub is your prize today. Get your submissions in before 945. We'll say that. 945 will be the cutoff. We're excited to, uh, to be able to present that. We're excited to work with Southtown Pub. More events with them coming up as well. Check out the Rustic Room, the new event space at Southtown Pub. Tax coming in. Yale Hollander says Nathan Orton's so skinny. He has to be one of those malnourished dogs in the Sarah McLaughlin commercial. Oh. Uh, and here's something that's it. And I just politely send the correct number back. So the old station that was here that we were a part of, uh, I think a lot of people still have this phone number in there because we'll get texts like this. Runner Girl made us leave a restaurant in Switzerland that had horse on the menu. Please try some for me. Yeah, so second not. day in a row, a runner girl mentioned on here, but I don't think that was for our content. And I'll text, uh, I'll text this uh, texter the correct number that he's looking for. But when you feel dumb, <laughs> like a year or six months or whatever later, you're like, no wonder my texts don't get read. <laughs> no wonder. Oh my goodness. Oh man, it's been a great first hour here on St. Louis Live, nine twenty a.m. WGNU streaming live at WeAreLiveRadio.com. 
check out the podcast. We do an uncensored podcast. We'll have another new episode out for you today, recorded live at Shock City Studios. Check that out. And uh, a lot of fun stuff in the first hour. We'll have that podcast up shortly on the We Are Live feed. Have not switched over to the St. Louis Live feed just yet, but appreciate everybody tuning in. Quick break here on St. Louis Live. Be back in a minute. One, two, share my brain. Tell me what you want to trade.